Surah Hud. This is a Makki Surah. A Surah revealed, the majority of it was revealed in, in Mecca. And it was given the name of Hud alayhi salam, who is one of the Anbiya of Allah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned um, his story in the Quran. Uh, about this surah, Rasulullah is said to somebody said to him, Ya Rasulullah, you, you're, you've gone gray, you know, some white hairs appeared in his, in his head. <coughs> some. Rasulullah died, he did not have more than 10 white hairs in his head and his beard. So very little. Uh, but so a Sahabi said, Ya Rasulullah, what is this white hair? He said, Shayyibatni hudun wa akhawatuha. When the surah of Surah Hud was revealed, it made my hair go gray. Because generally, one of the reasons you, one is your hair grows, grows gray because of old age, right? One is, you know, maybe you abuse <laughs> products and what have you and you know, that destroys um, your hair. One is strain, mental strain and a burden that is on your mind that is making you think a lot. And so this surah made Rasulullah think a lot وَأَخَوَاتُهَا and its sisters. In another surah, um, in another hadith, he said, هُود وَاقِعَةً مُرْسَلَاتٍ عَمَّ يَتَسَأَلُونَ إِذَا الشَّمْسُ كُوِّرَتْ And so other than the Hud, all the others are talking about Qiyama. Waqi'ah is description of Qiyama and the three groups of people on the day of Qiyama. And then, وَالْمُرْسَلَاتْ uh, is description of Qiyama. عَمَّ يَتَسَأَلُونَ Likewise. And إِذَا الشَّمْسُ كُوِّرَتْ Why Hud? Ulama say in this surah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to Rasulullah s.a.w. فَاسْتَقِمْ كَمَا أُمِرْتُ Remain steadfast and persevere the way you have been commanded. One is to say be steadfast. One is to say be steadfast as you have been commanded. This is burdensome. That's what Allah wants from us. Allah doesn't say worship. He says worship me as I commanded. <laughs> That's difficult. Worship in Allah, everybody worship. Jew worship, Christian worship, Hindu worship. Everyone is worshiping. But to worship as you are told, this is now a different matter. So Allah said to him, فَاسْتَقِمْ كَمَا أُمِرْتُ Remain steadfast and persevere as you have been commanded. And actually this is at the end of the surah. The beginning of the surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us of, uh, first describes the Qur'an, he says, Alif Lam Ra. When we say, when we read the huruf muqatta'at, we say, we say what? Allahu a'lamu bimuradih. Allah knows the meaning of these letters. Tilka ayatul kitabun uhkimat ayatuhu thumma fussilat min ladun hakimin khabir. That this is a book, the verses um, of which 
are perfected and then explained in detail. In detail. Quran is perfect outwardly in the uh, uh, linguistic form, it is perfect. There is no Arabic text that uh, is better and more eloquent than the Quran. Actually, the Quran is used for establishing rules in Arabic grammar. Quran is what? They say, oh, in the Quran it says this, so it should be like this. So from a word, word perspective, it is perfect. And then from the meaning perspective, it is also perfect. Uhkimat ayatuhu, perfected. Thumma fussilat. And then they have been explained. Milladun hakimin khabir. Allah ta'budu illallah. What is the message of the Quran? Allah is summarizing the message. Allah ta'budu illallah. This Quran is saying worship none other than Allah. Inani lakum minhu nadirum wa bashir. Verily, I am to you. This is Rasulullah saying. Rasulullah is commanded to say to us, Inani lakum minhu nadirun wa bashir. I have come to you from your Lord with what? Warning and good news. Wa anistaghfiru rabbakum thumma tubu ilayh. And I have been asked to command you or commanding you that seek the forgiveness of your Lord. Seek forgiveness of your Lord and turn to him in repentance. Seek forgiveness and turn in repentance. This can have two meanings. One is we know that for small sins we say Astaghfirullah. For major sins, we have to seek repentance. This is one possibility. The other possibility is, you don't say, Ya Allah, forgive me, and then you carry on doing what you want. No. So tawbah is to return. I didn't pray before, and I was doing sin. Now that I have repented, now I have to do the things that have... It's not enough to say, Ya Allah, forgive me, and that's it, over. No. Ya Allah, forgive me, and now I need to catch up and make sure that I am doing the things that I have been commanded to do then return to him repent to him what is the promise of Allah if you worship only one Allah if you seek forgiveness if you um, follow or turn to him in repentance that he may grant you good enjoyment for a term appointed he will allow you to live a good life, but it is not eternal. It is only temporary. And that time has already been destined by Allah, appointed. And bestow his uh, abounding grace to every owner of grace. Meaning that those who are kind to others, generous to others, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show them kindness and generosity meaning Allah will give everyone who does good to others some of his bounties and blessings but if they turn away if you turn away meaning from the message that I have brought then I fear for you the torment the punishment of a great day 
To Allah is your return. And so you know this is you know this is a Makki surah immediately. Why? Because it's talking a lot about returning to Allah. And the people of Mecca denied life after death. Right? They denied Qiyamah and they denied uh, being returned to Allah subhanahu wa to Allah is your return, and He is able to do all things. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ala innahum No doubt they fold up their breasts that they may hide from him. Surely, even when they cover themselves with their garments, he knows what they conceal and what they reveal. Verily, he is uh, the all-knower of the innermost secrets of the breast. About this verse, uh, Mufassirin have two main views. One is that this is about the believers. Right? That when one of them would go out to relieve himself, uh, he would be ashamed that he's removing his clothes and Allah is watching me. Right? Or if a person was uh, sleeping with uh, his wife, he would uh, feel that I am removing clothes and Allah is watching me. And, and so he did not feel they would do what, you know, kind of hurdle or, um, you know, What's the term used here? Fold up their breasts. Fold up your breasts is when you, you know, trying to cover yourself up with what? With your own body because you are removing your clothes, obviously. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, don't be. Allah is aware of you. <laughs> Whether you're wearing clothes, you're not wearing clothes. Clothes is for what? For other, for the jinn, for the angels, for the human being. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he knows. Allah knows what you concealed and what you reveal. It, it is all known to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is one meaning. The other meaning that uh, it may be the munafiqeen. When they used to pass by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi they used to hide away so that he doesn't recognize them. Um, so these are two possibilities. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا مِن دَابَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا No moving, I no living creature is there on earth, but its provision is due from Allah. <laughs> Allah has guaranteed the provision of, not the human being, every living creature. Guaranteed. إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا You know when somebody influential says to you, leave it, this is not... I take responsibility for this. Right? Imagine the king of a country says, you don't have to worry, I will take responsibility for it. You completely like, that's it, alhamdulillah, it's taken care of. <laughs> Allah is saying, I, I have taken responsibility of your provision. Don't worry about it. Okay, you have to work. <laughs> that is the nature of uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the sunnah of Allah is that in order to gain anything, you have to give time and effort and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you but Allah says don't worry don't worry yourself sick that fuel price is gone up and there's war in Russia <laughs> with Russia and this and gas and this that Allah says don't worry what is written for you you will you work hard and I will provide you 
وما من دابة في الأرض إلا على الله رزقها ويعلم مستقرها ومستودعها and he knows its dwelling place and its deposit meaning Allah knows from the moment it is in the womb until it goes to the grave in the womb Allah knows where it is in the grave Allah knows where it is كلهم في كتاب مبين Allah says all of it is in a clear book which is اللوح المحفوظ وهو الذي خلق السماوات والأرض it is he who created the heavens and the earth في ستة أيام in six days وكان عرشه على الماء and his throne was on the water because the throne of Allah سبحانه وتعالى was created before the heavens and the earth ليبلوكم أيكم أحسن عملا that he may he might try you which of you is the best in good deeds so all of this creating of the heavens creating the earth and this tells you that the human being is very important we haven't understood this Allah keeps saying in the Quran I created the heavens and the earth in order to test you in another verse he says in order to reward those who do who believe and do righteous deeds with justice and so all of these things that have been created have been created the human being is at the center of the of the creation of Allah this is why we're known as the Khalifa this is why when Allah came to create Adam he, he made an announcement about it he didn't make announcement about creating the Sun or the moon or you know these things are created but when he came he said what I'm going to place a vice general uh, representative Khalifa and so the human being is very valuable Allah says indeed we have honored the children of Adam raised and the fact that Allah ordered the angels to prostrate to Adam and the fact that angels are actually working they're serving us they're working for us look the greatest angel is Jibreel what was his job bring guidance for mankind he's working for mankind bring guidance and in these last 10 nights on, on the Laylatul Qadr, they say that Jibreel descends with the angels. And he comes to meet every believer who is in worship. Mikael is in charge of rain. Bring rain down. For whom? You have angel on your right, on your left. They're writing. Their job is for, for whom? Who are they serving? Yes, they're serving Allah. But... <laughs> Allah says you have an angel in front of you angel behind you they protect you from what catastrophes from accidents you know until Allah decides that something is to before that's going to happen to you then Allah removes them and he says move away now and so you know the human being has a great value لقد خلقنا الإنسان في أحسن تقويم but ثم رددناه أسفل سافلين Allah says when the human being doesn't understand his value then he becomes the lowest of the low إنهم إلا كالأنعام بل هم أضل 
Allah says. They are like animals. Actually, they're worse than animals. And so all of this universe and everything in it, Allah is saying, لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا He is testing you to see who will do the best deeds. Not the most deeds, أَكْثَرُ عَمَلًا He did not say أَكْثَرُ عَمَلًا He said أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا And so your value, servant of Allah, your value is your deeds. Not your color, not your look, not your intelligence, not your degree, not what you have amassed of wealth, not your culture, not your language. All of these things don't matter. Not your power, not your influence, not your physical strength. All of these things that mankind are chasing after and taking pride in, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, all of that doesn't matter. I don't care about that. What I care about is, أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Who does the best of deeds? وَلَا إِنْ قُلْتَ إِنَّكُمْ مَبْعُوثُونَ مِنْ بَعْدِ الْمَوْتِ If you say, O Muhammad, if you say to them that you shall indeed be raised up after death, لَيَقُولَنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا إِنْ هَذَا إِلَّا سِحْرٌ مُبِينٌ Those who disbelieve would be sure to say, this is nothing but obvious magic. You know, whenever I used to read this verse, I used to think, what's the resurrection got to do with magic? What? Can anyone think? We're tired. Yeah, but wh why are they saying, if you say to them that you will be raised after, after death, they say it is magic. What has been raised after death got to do with magic? No. What they're saying is, those who believe that, you, that you, we are going to be raised after death are only believing in you because you have put a spell on them. They say, this is not logical. And so, it's not, it doesn't make sense. How can we be raised after death? But then Rasulullah says, well, there, there are people who believe in this. They say, yeah, this is because you've cast a spell on them. That's why. Yes, you have brainwashed them. Allah Azza wa Jal then says, وَلَئِنْ أَخَرْنَا عَنْهُمُ الْعَذَابَ إِلَىٰ أُمَّةٍ مَعَ الْبُدُودَةٍ لَا يَقُولُنَّ مَا يَحْبِسُهُ That the human being, because we dis... You know, the... Even we as believers, we sin, right? And in your mind, you're like, okay, nothing's happened. <laughs> nothing's happened. I can do another sin. <laughs> I can do another ten sin. Where's the punishment? Nothing's happening. I'm okay. Can't be that bad. So Allah Azza wa says, وَلَئِنْ أَخَرْنَا عَنْهُمُ الْعَذَابَ إِلَىٰ أُمَّةٍ مَعْدُودَةٍ لَا يَقُولُونَ مَا يَحْبِسُهُ Allah says, I delay the punishment. And so the disbelievers say, oh, so what is this punishment? What is it? What stops the punishment from coming? Allah says, أَلَا يَوْمَ يَأْتِيهِمْ لَيْسَ مَصْرُوفًا عَنْهُمْ Verily, on the day it reaches them, nothing will turn it away from them. وَحَاقَ بِهِمْ مَا كَانُوا بِهِ يَسْتَهْزِئُونَ And they will be surrounded by that at which they used to mock. They used to make fun and say, what is this punishment? What is it? Allah says, وَلَئِنْ أَذَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ مِنَّا رَحْمَةً ثُمَّ نَعَزَ عَنَاهَا مِنْهُ إِنَّهُ لَيَأُوسٌ كَفُورٌ When we give 
man taste of mercy from us mercy anything any blessing from Allah yeah, is mercy and then withdraw it from him verily he is despairing and grateful he becomes what very quickly we despair oh I have no luck look this is my life everybody else is living good life man I have a hard life despair and ungrateful we forget all of the th good things that are happening we only focused on that little bad one one bad that has happened and even in that bad there is good that we don't see وَلَئِنْ أَذَقْنَاهُ نَعْمَاءَ بَعْدَ دَرَّاءَ مَسَّتْ لَا يَقُولَ نَذَهَبَ السَّيْئَةُ عَنِّي إِنَّهُ لَفَرِحٌ فَخُورٌ But if we let him taste good, meaning a favor, after evil, after difficulty has touched him, he is sure to say, ill has departed from me. He becomes what? إِنَّهُ لَفَرِحٌ بُوستفُل فَخُورٌ And so, when the good time comes, he says, well, this is, this is it. This. Now I start to live. No more hard time, no more bad time. It's time to enjoy. Allah says, actually, no. Difficulty is, doesn't come for that reason. It is what? Allah is trialing you. And so he says, Except those who show patience and do righteous deeds. Usually Allah says, why is he saying because Allah just mentioned two states he said this is one state Allah gives you a blessing then he takes it away people become ungrateful but the true servant of Allah they become patient so when they are afflicted with what with loss of a blessing, they become patient. And here Allah subhanahu wa says, what right do you have to be ungrateful? I gave you the blessing. You didn't earn it. I gave it to you. And then I took it away. So what should you do? Sabar. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, This is for the second state. When we give him favor, then what should you do? Amilu salihat, do good deeds. Allah says to those there will be forgiveness and a great reward. So forgiveness for their shortcoming and their sins and great reward for their righteous deeds. Further on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says مَنْ كَانَ يُرِيدُ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا وَزِينَتَهَا نُوَفِّ إِلَيْهِمْ أَعْمَالَهُمْ فِيهَا وَهُمْ فِيهَا لَا يُبْخَسُونَ Whoever desires the life of the world and its glitter, Allah says that we shall pay to them in full their deeds therein and they will have no لا يبخسون Allah will not diminish anything, will not take away anything from them. So Allah says, that if you want this worldly life and its glitter, then I will pay you in full for every good deed that you do. This is the state of the disbeliever. That Allah says, أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ لَيْسَ لَهُمْ فِي الْآخِرَةِ إِلَّا النَّارِ 
because they are paid in full in this life, Allah says, in Akhirah they have nothing left. Only hellfire waiting for them. وَحَبِطَ مَا صَنَعُوا فِيهَا And vain are the deeds they did in the world. وَبَاطِلٌ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ And of no effect is that which they used to do. And we've talked about this time and time again when we've said this is ultimate justice from Allah. Somebody can't say, well, I'm doing good. Why, why can I not enter paradise? Because you don't believe in paradise. <laughs> Allah deals with you in accordance of, to your expectations. You don't believe in paradise. You don't believe in hellfire. Why you want to be rewarded with it? And somebody might say, well, this is unfair. You know, these people have been doing good deeds. They have been kind and generous and, you know, Allah says, okay, but they don't believe in afterlife. So why should I give them paradise? They don't believe in it. They deny it. I say it exists. They say, no, it doesn't. And so why should I reward them in the afterlife? Allah says, no, I will reward them here. I give them a long life. Yeah. I give them health. Give them the wealth that they want. Give them children. Give them spouse that they want. Yeah. Give them some happiness, some pleasure inside. They feel good, right? This is why the disbelievers who are charitable and generous, the reason, because Allah gives them that good feeling. Huh? When they serve people, they give, they get that good feeling, a high. They enjoy. So Allah says, this is your reward in full. But in Akhirah, you have nothing. And so you see that the one who wants this worldly life, Allah says, if you want this worldly life, you have nothing in Akhirah. And so sometimes what happens to us is when you go through some sort of difficulty or whatever, you kind of, you say, Ya Allah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm praying and I'm doing all of these good things. How come you're not giving me anything in this world? Allah says, I don't give in this world. The reward of your prayer and your good deed is not. Rasulullah said, two rak'ah before Fajr is better than the world and everything it contains. <laughs> Allah can't reward you in this world. What happens is sometimes the barakah, the barakah, the blessing, yeah, the effect of the good deed rubs off and so Allah gives you something good here. For example, if you give sadaqah, then Allah increases your wealth. That's not a reward. That's just the, the barakah. The reward is actually in akhirah Allah is going to give you. Allahu Akbar. <clears throat> okay. So then, uh, after this introduction that Allah subhanahu wa speaks about the Quran and the message of Rasulullah to worship Allah only and to uh, seek uh, forgiveness and turn to Him in repentance and do good deeds and then telling us about this life and the hereafter and that the provision of all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been uh, uh, taken care of by Allah. After that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the rest of Surah Hud is what? Stories of Anbiya. Until the end. The first one is Nuh, alayhi salam. Because Nuh is obviously the first prophet messenger sent. 
by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a new um, he's one of the uh, ulul azm the five ulul azm but the first of ulul azm so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins with his story although there are anbiya before Nuh alayhi salam what is this وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا نُوحًا إِلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ إِنِّي لَكُمْ نَذِيرٌ مُّبِينٌ We have sent Nuh to his people that I am an open warner. I am warning you. What? أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا اللَّهِ Do not worship anyone other than Allah. Just like Rasulullah was asked to say in the beginning of the surah. The same words. أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا اللَّهِ إِنِّي أَخَافُ عَلَيْكُمْ عَذَابَ يَوْمٍ أَلِيمٍ for I fear the consequence of not worshipping Allah is the punishment of a severe day. The influential people, the people of power and wealth from his community and his nation, they said, You're just a human like us. In another verse, he eats like you do and he drinks like you do so they are saying what you are only human how can you be a messenger of Allah if you are a messenger of Allah you should be an angel look this was said by the people of Nuh and then it was said by whom Quraysh themselves <laughs> and so tens of thousands of years later there is at least 10,000 years between Rasulullah and Nuh This is at the very least. Okay? The human being, Allah is saying, pay attention to these stories. Why? Because you are just the same. <laughs> Don't think that you have progressed and yes, you have, you've become more intelligent and more. At the base, you are all the same. And so these people said what? To their messenger, they said, oh, and, well, if you are truly a messenger of Allah, then you should come. You should be a, uh, an angel, not a human. You are only human like us. And the people who follow you are just... No, do we see anyone follow you, but the meanest amongst us. And they are following you without thinking. Right. So the lowest of us are following you. This is what Quraysh said to Rasulullah. Exact same thing. Once, you know, uh, these leaders of Quraysh came to Rasulullah and Rasulullah was sat with what? With some of the uh, believers who were uh, poor and lower class citizens. So they came and they stood over Rasulullah and said, ah, tell these people to go away and then we'll sit with you and listen to what you have to say. This is pride, consider themselves to be better. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا تَطْرُدِ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ بِالْغَدَاتِ He warned Rasulullah He said, don't, don't push them away. Don't push them away. Actually, sit with them. Don't turn away from them. Allah says, don't push them away, but don't even get up from their presence to spend time with these people who think they are rich and influential. They're nothing. Allah says, Stay with these. Allah says. Don't avail your eyes away from them. Allah says to Rasulullah, these believers, 
even even though they are weak and they are poor and they don't, they look like nothing to others but you focus on them because these are beloved to Allah and Abasa wa Tawalla same and so Rasulullah once came out from the masjid and he found Sahaba sitting reading Quran they didn't have enough clothes to cover their aura you know if you're wearing something just from here to there it's not enough <laughs> because if you sit in certain position everything is revealed and so they're hiding behind one another Rasulullah came out he said what are you doing they said Ya Rasulullah we are reading Quran and we are thanking Allah for the blessing of Islam Rasulullah said swear by Allah nothing else you're not sitting here for any other reason he said no Ya Allah the first time second time third time then he said <coughs> I didn't ask you to swear by Allah because I thought you were lying you know maybe you're doing something else I know you're here only remembering Allah and reading Quran but he said Jibreel has just come to me imagine Jibreel the greatest of angels was sent by Allah to Rasulullah to say you know in the masjid there's a group of people go and sit with them <laughs> and then he said all praise is due to Allah that he placed in my ummah people with whom I have been asked to sit and so the people of Nuh said what Aradhiluna ah, the lowest of people are following you they're following you without thinking they're not using their intellect this is people of the intellect say what you know those who are following religion are what religion is a drug <laughs> right it is what to take control of people's minds they don't realize that actually it's the other way around intelligence is in what recognizing the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and recognizing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is true intelligence Ulul albab Allah says those who remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are what Ulul albab the people of true intellect what good is your intellect if it gets you to the moon but it doesn't get you to what to connect with the Lord of the moon the creator of the moon what good is that intelligence and that science and that know-how Allah says it's nothing to me it's just play like a child plays with toys that's all you're doing Allah says you are doing what Allah says you are weak in Surah Al-Hajj he says he gives the example he says listen attentively to this example those that you worship other than Allah or maybe not worship other than Allah look up to other than Allah Allah says they cannot create a single fly even all of them got together <laughs> all of the superpowers and all of the scientists and all their uh, uh, experience all get together Allah says you can't create a fly what do you say a fly because fly to human being is useless when you see a fly <laughs> useless Allah says you can't even create that not only that you are so weak and useless he says if the fly takes something away from you you can't get it back <laughs> and so where is 
this is so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is what he's calling to intelligence this is why he keeps saying that this book is what Hakim Hakim I think it was in the beginning of this surah right? The one who revealed this book is the most wise. The wisdom of Allah is endless. The Quran contains the wisdom of Allah. And so when a person lives by the Quran, believes in the Quran, he has access to what? Unlimited wisdom. This is why the people who read Quran, every time they read ulama, sheikh of tafsir, your whole life you're reading tafsir. Every time you read Quran, every time you read the verse, there is an opportunity to get more. Because although you know Quran is kalamullah, and so it is limited in that it starts with Fatiha, finishes with Qulada Rabbin Nas. Because everything in this world is limited and it's coming to this world. So it's limited. But it in depth it's not limited. You cannot encompass all the meanings of the Qur'an. Anyway, so this is the claim of the people of Nuh. They said, you know, they followed you without thinking. We don't see that through your worship of Allah or your uh, uh, new faith. Uh, we don't see that you have any merit above us. You're not better than us. And so they said, what? The, the test of the people of Nuh is what? Majority. Majority. And so this is what? That people until the end of time are going to think that they are on truth and they are on, uh, 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 on guidance because they have the majority. Well, everybody's doing it. We can't be wrong. This is a minority, these people who are worshipping one God and you know, up and down, worshipping, uh, depriving themselves. The rest of the world is doing what? Enjoying life. Anyway, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, at one point, He said, That's it. Eighty odd people, they say. Eighty-three or eighty-seven accepted. The rest, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, nobody else is going to accept. Allah commanded him to do what? To build a ship. Where? <laughs> In a desert. There's no water. And so he's building. See, the Nabi of Allah follows the commander. He didn't say, Ya Allah, why is this ship? Why? No, that's it. Build it. Allah says, build a ship. He build a ship. وَيَصْنَعُوا الْفُلْكِ Allah says. Nuh alayhi salam begin building. Through what? Order from Allah. Instructions from Allah. وَكُلَّمَا مَرَّ عَلَيْهِ مَلَأٌ مِّنْ قَوْمِهِ سَخِرُوا مِنْهَا People would pass by and make fun of him. <laughs> Look. First he was saying one God. Now he wants to sail a ship in, in the desert. <laughs> There's no water around and he's building a ship. Not only that. They say that the people, the mushrikeen, or the people of Nuh, they made what? This ship of Nuh alayhi salam, it became their, their dump yard. They would go and relieve themselves in it, making fun. But he said what? 
He said, today you are making fun. Tomorrow we will make fun of you. You will soon know. As he was constructing the ship, whenever the chiefs of his people passed by, they mocked at him. He said, if you, if you mock at us, we will also mock at you likewise. You will know who it is on whom will come a punishment that will cover him. Will cover him in disgrace and on whom will fall a lasting punishment. Allah says, Allah allowed for this mockery and this fun to go on until our command came. And the oven gushed forth with water. Allah gave this as a sign to Nuh. He said, when water comes out of your oven, you know, they, you, this oven is, Tannur is built in the, in the ground. And so Allah commanded water to come down from the sky, but also to come up from the ground. And so Allah commanded Nuh that when you see this, this is the sign. We said, embark therein of each kind to, meaning male and female, and your family, except to him against whom the word has already gone. And Allah says, Only very few accepted. What's the reason for saying this? Allah is saying, I'm not looking at numbers. Only a few accepted. 950 years, 83 people. Not averaging what every hundred years, ten people, not even that. And Allah mentions him. Allah tells you, you the result is not your, nothing to do with you. Result is what? That is up to me. The outcome is mine. Allah praises him and he says, What? Nuh is what? Ulul Azm min al Rusul. And Allah says to Rasulullah, Do like Nuh. And persevere like Nuh. And Nuh is a successful messenger. But only 83 people accepted. Allah says, don't. I don't look at numbers. And also, it is a lesson for us. That you are responsible for the effort. You're not responsible for the outcome. Outcome is up to Allah. And Allah doesn't judge by outcome. Rasulullah says, on the day of Qiyamah, they will become come anbiya, no one. It'll be a Nabi, only one person. You know, lifetime Nabi giving, calling people to Allah, only one or two people accepted. And Nabi will come on his own. Nobody accepted. No one. And so sometimes we get caught up with what? That, oh, we beat ourselves because we haven't achieved something. Allah subhanahu wa says, achievement is not your. You make the effort and then I decide whether you achieve or not. Whether you gain that or not, I decide it. Anyway, Nuh said what? When he saw the sign, he said to the believers, And as they have, they are sailing and water, is uh, coming down from the heaven and gushing 
from the earth. Nuh alayhi salam sees his son. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَنَادَى نُوحٌ إِبْنَهُ Nuh alayhi salam called his son. يَا بُنَيَّ اَرْكَبْ مَعَنَا وَلَا تَكُمْ مَعَ الْكَافِرِينَ That, oh my son, sail with us and don't be with the disbelievers. قَالَ سَآوِي إِلَى جَبَلٍ يَعْصِمُنِي مِنَ الْمَاءِ I will take myself to some mountain. It will save me from the water. قال لا عاصم اليوم من أمر الله إلا من رحم. The Nabi of Allah knows that no mountain is going to help you. This is the command of Allah. So none can be saved from the command of Allah except those on whom He has mercy. وحال بينهما الموج فكان من المغرقين. Waves came in between them, and so he was among the, the drowned. They said in story, in tafsir, I don't know how true this story is, that there was a blind woman in the time of Nuh who believed. And she instructed Nuh she said that, Ya Nuh, you know, I can't come out myself to your ship and all of this, so make sure you take care of me. Don't forget about me when the, when the command comes to sail. But what happened? Nuh forgot, they say. This is a narration, I don't know how strong it is. But the point is what? Nuh forgot about her, that woman. But she was saved. The son of Nuh was fit and well. He said, I'm going to climb the mountain. Allah destroyed him. He drowned. That woman wasn't able to do anything. But, And so what? Allah is the one who protects. Anyway, he was... He died. Nada Nuhun Rabbah. When everything came to a stop, Nuh salam, Allah purified. You know, He purified the earth of disbelief. And this was the Sunnah of Allah until this Ummah. Allah always purified the earth. Come sometime, disbelief, purify the earth. Remove all the disbelievers, only the believers will remain. Nuh alayhi salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed the disbelievers of his nation. Only the believers remained. So then Nuh alayhi salam said, وَنَادَى نُوحٌ رَبَّهُ Nuh alayhi salam inquired. He said, رَبِّ إِنَّ بْنِي مِنْ أَهْلِي My son is from my family. And you said that you will save my family. Allah reminded him, he said, No, إِنَّهُ لَيْسَ مِنْ أَهْلِكَ I promise that I will save those of your family who believe. And so I do not consider him of your family. Or he is not a member of your family who believed. And so he destroyed. He was destroyed. And so this is a lesson also to us. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala judges people individually. Allah don't care if your father is a great sheikh, great mullah great, uh, you know, pious person, doesn't matter. Your mother can be a great saintly woman, doesn't matter. Allah judges you with your actions. You do good, you receive good. You do evil, you receive evil. فَإِذَا نُفِخَ فِي الصُّورِ فَلَا أَنْسَابَ بَيْنَهُمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ Allah says that on that day, when the horn is blown, then there is no relationships. Don't matter. Rasulullah said to, to Fatima radiallahu anha, said, Fatima, I cannot help you. On the day of Qiyamah, I can't help you. 
If you don't follow the guidance, then I cannot help you. Yes, if you follow the guidance, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow for us to intercede. Anyway. It was said, O earth, swallow up your water, and O sky, withhold your rain. And the water was made to subside, and the decree of Allah was filled. And the ship rested on Mount Judi. And it was said away with the people who are wrongdoers. It's very easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, إِنَّهُمْ لَا يُعْجِزُونَ They cannot get away from me. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Halim. Halim is, He tolerates, forbearing. He allows for disbelief and sin. Or as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in moments, ordered the sky, ordered the earth, cleaned up the earth, and then he said what? بُعْدًا لِلْقَوْمِ الظَّالِمِينَ Away with the wrongdoers. Finished. And so we have to think about this ourselves. You know, this is not only for about Nuh and the people of Nuh or the people of Quraysh. Allah is warning them. No. Everyone who reads Quran is being warned. How many sins have you committed? How many transgressions? How many rebellions? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can in one moment take end your life and say what? Remove him. That's it. He had enough time, enough opportunity. How many sins with the eyes? Allah keeps the eyes, eyesight intact. How many sins with the ears? Hearing is intact. How many sins with our hand, with our mind, with our heart? So this is Nuh. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, These are stories of the matter of ghayb. Meaning nobody can go back there and see it. I was there and I'm informing you. You did not know of it. Neither you nor your people. Allah says, Fasbir. So remain steadfast. Don't worry. They're making fun of you. They were making fun of Rasulullah Allah says, don't worry. They made fun of Nuh. Look what's happened. Fasbir. Just remain steadfast. Remain patient. Fasbir. Inna al-aqibata lil-muttaqeen. The end is for the pious. Meaning the end game, those who will be successful in the end are the pious. And so don't pay attention to their mockery and their making fun of you. Hmm? and your belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then, وَإِلَىٰ عَادٍ أَخَاهُمْ هُدًا Then Allah says, I sent to the people of Hud, uh, the people of Ad, Hud. This is the second test. People of Hud, they saw what? قَالُوا مَنْ أَشَدُّ مِنَّا Strength, physical strength. Nuh, large numbers. Allah says, I destroyed them. People of Hud, physical strength, very strong. Who is stronger, mightier than us? Allah says, أَوَلَمْ يَرَوْا أَنَّ اللَّهِ الَّذِي خَلَقَهُمْ وَأَشَدُّ مِنْهُمْ قُوَةِ They claim who is stronger than us. Do they not realize that the one who created them is mightier than them? So, Hud alayhi salam came. يَا قَوْمِ اللَّهَ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَهٍ غَيْرٍ What was his message? Oh my people, worship Allah. 
you do not have anyone, no God other than him. In antum illa muftarun. Certainly, you do nothing but invent lies. Waya qawmila as'alukum alayhi ajra. I do not ask you for any reward. You know that you are refusing. One is, you refuse a service because you, you don't want to pay for it. He's saying, I'm not asking you to pay anything. Right? This is free of charge. I am expecting my reward with Allah. In My reward is only from him who created me. Afala ta'aqilun. Will you not then understand? The same words as what? What Quran is asking us to do. Seek forgiveness and turn to your Lord in repentance. Allah will send rain. And Allah will grant you more power. Will increase you in strength. Why? This is a blessing of Allah. And if you are thankful and grateful to Allah, then Allah will increase His blessing. So do not turn away as criminals and disbelievers. You haven't brought a sign. And we're not going to give up the worship of our gods just because of your say. And we don't believe in you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, When our commandment came, we saved Hud and those who believed with him by a mercy from us. And we saved them from a severe punishment. Such were the people of Ad. Allah says, you know the way he said in the people of Nuh, he said, away with the wrongdoers. Allah says, those are the people, they said, we are strong. Who is mightier than us? Allah is talking about them in what? Third person. That is Ad. I've just told you of them. They denied the signs or verses of their Lord. Is it? Such were the people, uh, people. They rejected the ayat of their Lord and disobeyed his messengers. His messengers. They only disobeyed one. Hud. So why does Allah say disobeyed his messengers? If you believe in one, you believe in all. If you reject one, you reject all. وَاتَّبَعُوا أَمْرَ كُلِّ جَبَّارٍ عَنِيدٍ And followed the command of every proud, obstinate. وَأُتْبِعُوا فِي هَذِهِ الدُّنْيَا لَعْنَةٍ they were pursued by a curse in this world. Huh? Small child, 10 years old, is learning the surah and is cursing the people of Ad. <laughs> Allah says what? The people of Ad are what? Cursed in this world. And they will be cursed on the day of resurrection. No doubt, verily Ad disbelieved in their Lord. So away with Aad, the people of Hud. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the people of Salih. The people of Salih, what is there? They, they, they built in mountains. Why? Because the people of Aad were destroyed with wind. Allah would send wind, carry one of them, carry the other, and cause them to clash in, in the atmosphere and come down destroyed. So the people of Sahih al-Salih said, oh, 
the wind destroyed people before us so we're going to build inside we carve our homes into mountains, mountains. <coughs> we'll be safe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a sound <laughs> Allah says it's not it's not the wind it's not the water Nuh people of Nuh water Allah says it's not the water I destroyed them the people of Hud wind Allah says it's not the wind I destroyed them and so the people of Saleh said, oh, water, wind, okay, let's go in the mountains. Water can't reach and there'll be no wind, can't get inside. Allah sent sound. <laughs> you can't compete with Allah. This is what, innahum, Allah says, innahum la yu'jizun. They can't get, you can't get away from me. Do what you, ma what you want, you can't get away. And on top of that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them the sign. They asked for what? They asked for a she-camel, pregnant she-camel, to be brought out of a rock. Salih alayhi salam gave them, he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them the sign. Anyway, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? So when our commandment came, we saved Salih and those who believed with him by a mercy from us and from the disgrace of that day. Inna rabbaka huwal qawiyyul aziz. Verily your Lord, he is the all strong, the almighty. Wa An awful cry overtook the wrongdoers. Fa So they lay dead, prostrate in their homes. <laughs> These homes that they wanted to be saved and became their graves. <laughs> Allah said this, this, that's it. كَأَلَّمْ يَغْنَوْ فِيهَا As if they had never lived there. أَلَا إِنَّ ثَمُودَ كَفَرُوا رَبَّهُمْ No doubt, verily Thamud disbelieved in, in their Lord. أَلَا بُعْدًا لِثَمُودَ So away with Thamud. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is doing, doing what? Warning as and reminding us that if you believe the messenger, follow the guidance, you will be saved on the day of Qiyamah. Because Allah has destined that this ummah will not be destroyed in its entirety. Right? So you will be saved in the day of Qiyamah from the punishment of Allah And if you disbelieve and if you, do, you disobey, then you will be punished like these, uh, the people of Nuh and the people of Hud and the people of Salih. And so they are not these are not there only as some sort of, you know, uh, bedtime story. No. They are reminder for us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us more understanding and to enable us to live according to the teachings of this Quran. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah.